calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of The Sheridan Tapes was brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Shirley Casperson, Virginia Spots, Jesse Steele, Sam Taylor, Mike and Don Van Winkle, Neil Covert, Aries Jimenez, Holly Harmon, Accursed, Ollie Vasilevska, Kai Cook, Sofia Stashevich, Hyde, Victoria Ann Farber, Cynthia Haravo, Kayla Hale, and Evie Bond 125 If you'd like to support the show as well, then please go to patreon.com slash homesteadcorner. For as little as $1 a month, you get early access to all new episodes, a special patron-only podcast, and exclusive behind-the-scenes content. O me, O life, of the questions of these recurring, of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with the foolish, of myself forever reproaching myself, for who more foolish than I, and who more faithless, of eyes that vainly crave the light, of the object's mean, of the struggle ever renewed, of the poor results of all of the plodding and sordid crowds I see around me, of the empty and useless years of the rest, with the rest me intertwined, the question, O me, so sad, recurring, what good amid these, O me, O life? What good amid these, O me, O life?
As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. On a remote island in Frigid Lake Superior, a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Cozy place you've got here, detective. Real homely. Oh, is that one-way glass? Very contemporary. Ow! That wasn't very nice. Did... Did that actually hurt? No, but I'd like you to think that it did. Already recording, huh? Very on top of things. Though I can't imagine what good you think it will do. Yeah, good luck with that. I doubt you can mess this one up. It's a bit more complicated than a 30-year-old tape deck. I like a challenge. Though to be honest, that just sounds like it has more parts for me to break. I need to go file your paperwork. Can I leave you alone for five minutes without you burning down the station? For the last time, detective, I am not to blame for every weird little thing that's happened around here. The bar fire was a total coincidence. So you keep saying. Why not get Maria in to keep an eye on me, hmm? Come on, give her a call. I'm sure she's gotten over you endangering her friend's life by now. Just stay here and stay quiet.
Hello? Detective? Could I please get a glass of water at least? Hello? Treat all your prisoners like this, do you? No, he really isn't there. Great. Huh. Bit tougher than I thought it would be. Maybe I should be careful what I say in here. Oh, finally. Jesus, detective, I thought I was going to die of... Oh. Hello. Um, hi. Who are you? Uh, Lieutenant Tyler. But, um, my friends just call me Bill. I'm sorry, but are you Anna Sheridan? <laughs> yeah. At least, I'm pretty sure I am. Then, sorry, but what are you doing here? Oh, just thought I'd get out of that stuffy old halfway house for a change. See the sights. You've got quite a nice little police station here. Very hospitable. Uh... Thanks. Sorry, but you didn't really answer my question. What are you doing here? Oh, you mean handcuffed to a desk. I'm not quite sure, actually. Would you believe me if I told you I chained myself up? Probably not, no. <laughs> what? No witty retort? And here I thought you were supposed to be the funny one. Are... are you high right now, Miss Sheridan? <sighs> Maybe. Quite possibly. You should probably get me out of these cuffs and run some tests just to make sure. Why would I... Bill, meet me in observation. Now. So he was listening after all. Sneaky little man. I... I need to go. Do, do you... do you need anything? A glass of water would be nice. Failing that, the key to these handcuffs would do. I'll... see what I can do about the water. I know you're going through a lot right now, but this... Uh, hold on. <sighs> okay. Now we can talk. Now we can... Sam, what the hell's going on? Why do you have Anna Sheridan in our interrogation room? For God's sake, what possible reason would you have to turn off the monitors? Well, first of all, I, I don't want her listening in. It, it's an old AM system, so I'm pretty sure she could piggyback the frequency if she wanted to spy on us. Uh, secondly... Jesus, Sam! I knew you were getting a bit wound up over all this, but I thought that after you found out she was alive, you- Secondly, that is not Anna Sheridan. It's not- Sam, are you feeling okay? 
Am I? <sighs> Bill, I'm fine. Look, I know this sounds. We but... checked her fingerprints, Sam. You were there. Unless you think the person in that room hacked our database and happens to look exactly like Anna Sheridan, then I don't know what you're. Uh, uh, no, that, that, that's not what I'm saying. Look, um, Anna was hunting something before she disappeared. She, she called it the Echo. It got loose after she found it splunking in Wyoming. Then it showed up at her sister's house at Christmas two years ago, and now it's trying oh, to... good God, you've really drunk the Kool-Aid, haven't you? What? Sam, I told you, you needed to get some rest before you broke yourself. Do you have any idea what sleep deprivation can do to you? And when you spend all day listening to Anna's old ghost stories, it's no wonder you're... I'm, I'm not crazy, Bill. Look, I'm not saying you are, but you've got to admit you're not in the best state of mind either. I am not crazy. Sam. Everyone said the same thing about Anna. I said the same thing about Anna. And you want to know what? I was wrong. I was so goddamn wrong. It's untrue. And I'm not going to let anyone else suffer because I couldn't see what was happening right in front of me. Not again. What do you mean? Anyone else? I... I, I don't know. It just kind of slipped out. Look, if this is about what happened with DeWitt, do you really think that's why I'm... Look, it was horrible. It shouldn't have gone down like that. But you have to admit, he was just a disturbed individual who I made... think you're using the wrong tense there. What do you mean? <laughs> he is a disturbed individual. Oh, oh, right. I didn't tell you about that. He, um... He isn't dead. He isn't? Sam? The bullet hit him right in the heart. No one could survive that. He could. Mostly because he doesn't have a heart. What? Like, figuratively? Or? Oh, for the love of... Look, I've got a tape of our conversation. It's in my office. Come with me. It's uh, a bit more of a mess in here than usual. Huh? Oh, uh, that was probably Maria. She was the last one in here. Maria? <sighs> Maria Sol. She was helping me out with the case. Anna's old assistant and, well, girlfriend, it turns out. Huh. Good for her. Wait, why did you sound so surprised about that? About what? Her and Anna dating. Uh, I just... I guess I didn't think of her like that. What, you you thought she was straight? How many of her tapes did you listen to again? Yeah, yeah, it's obvious in hindsight. I just... Uh, I've never been very good with things like this. What, you think your gaydar's busted or something? What? No, I... Well, m maybe, but... Well, more like... I don't see people like that most of the time. Like what? Look, it's been like this since I was in high school. All my friends take one look at someone, decide, hey, they're hot and want to, well, you know. I don't feel that way about those people, though, but because I'm too afraid to stand out, I pretend I do and end up dating people I don't really care about, breaking it off in less than a week and 
getting a reputation as a, well, an unfeeling bastard in the process. What, you? But then, every once in a while, someone sees past that and gets close. Really close. And one day, before I realize what's happening, I want to spend the rest of my life with them. But they already think of me as their best friend and don't want to ruin that. They start dating someone else, I get left behind, and eventually we just drift apart. Does that make sense? Uh, any luck finding the tape? No. I swear I put it right here a few minutes ago. You know, memory loss is one of the first God. symptoms of... I didn't hallucinate the whole thing, Bill. DeWitt is alive. I, I took him out to the flats and interrogated him. He he stole my pistol and hit me over the head with it. See? What am I supposed to be looking at there? There's still a cut there. Can't you see it? I don't know. Maybe. It's kind of faint for, what, two days ago? <sighs> Look, I don't want to cut you off, but if you can't find the tape... Couldn't we just check the morgue? I'm going to find... What did you just say? Can't we just check the morgue? I mean, if DeWitt came back to life, then we should be able to check that pretty easily, right? Holy shit, you're right. Let's see, it was about middle of the room, two rows up, just around the corner from... Ah, here he is. John Doe, alias DeWitt. Yeah, looks right. You, uh, you want to? What the hell? Well, looks like he's still there to me. That's definitely a corpse. No, no that's not possible. He was... That's... That's not DeWitt. What do you mean? It looks like him to me. What? Well, yeah, maybe the hair, but, but look at his face. It doesn't look anything like him. Well, not really, I guess, but he's been dead for nearly a week. It's probably just shriveled a bit. Who the hell is this? It's DeWitt, Sam. Look, whatever you saw, it's... Well, we'll sort it out later. Come on, let's get back up to the interrogation room. Uh, no, it... <laughs> It can't be. It, it can't be made up. Not after all that I've... Uh, after everything that I've... Please, Sam, just... Let's get Anna out of that room and get you both home. I... I... <sighs> Fine. And you really need to get some rest. Like, I'll talk to the chief and we'll get you... You're a... right. I thought I could hold her here, but... I can't prove this. I, I can't prove any of this. We never had a chance. Let's go. Are you sure you left the key in here? I, I don't know. Probably. I can't remember. Just give, just give me a second to look. What the hell is she doing? Huh? Uh, I don't know. 
Looks like she's talking to herself. Hey, can you turn the monitor back on? Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. No point in having it off, I guess. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Are... Are you high right now, Miss Sheridan? Are... Are you doing... What are you high right now? What are you doing right here? Are... Are you... Here. Sam? She's looking right at us. Yeah, I guess she is. What was she? Miss Sheridan, I'm so, so sorry about this. I, I know you have no reason to believe me, but let me assure you. I had no idea what Detective Bailey was doing. It's all right, Chief. Morrison. And no, it's, it most certainly isn't. This was completely against my orders. Not to mention without cause. I assure you, Detective Bailey will face the strictest possible discipline. Oh, please take it easy on him. I'm sure it was just a misunderstanding. I mean, have you seen the guy? He looks like he hasn't slept since March. <laughs> I'm glad you can have a sense of humor about this. Here, let me take those handcuffs off. Ah, thanks. That's much better. Of course. You think you can see yourself out? I've already filled out your discharge papers. But if you want, I can... No, that's fine. I'm sure I can find my way out. Thank you, Chief. Of course, Miss Sheridan. Bailey, my office. Now. you doing in my apartment well giving you back your recorder for one thing you left it in observation how how did you get in here i let him in of course you did steal a spare key while you're here did you of course i didn't i just happened to notice the fake rock in your planter box you really need to get a better hide a key oh and Alice is fine, by the way. She got out of there in time, no thanks to you. Good for her. So, how'd you two meet? You mentioned her when we were in your office. I figured if anyone would have answers, it would be her. It took a while to find her. Mostly because I didn't want to be found. But they don't call me the Bloodhound of Bluffdale for nothing. No one calls you that. <sighs> fine. I'm glad you two could team up to give me back my tape deck, but would you both kindly just... Wait. Why is it running? Well, that's the uh, other thing we're here to do. It's quite a lot of beer, by the way. I, I thought you didn't drink. <laughs> well, it's my first time on disciplinary probation. Figured out experiment. 
And what about these? I'm going through my medicine cabinet, Maria. Why am I not surprised? Benzodiazepine, commonly prescribed for insomnia, anxiety, and panic attacks. And also one of the most commonly used drugs in suicide by overdose, especially when mixed with alcohol. <sighs> Look, just make your point and then get out of here. Sam, we're not here to make a point. We're here to make sure you- Oh, fuck off. Neither of you are here for me. If you, Miss Maria Soul, want to use me to find answers and then drop me the moment I'm not useful, and you, Lieutenant Tyler, want a, a, a fucking project to fix so you can feel better about yourself. Well, guess what? You failed. You've lost. No matter how many times you take me to karaoke, you're not going to fix me, and I don't have any answers about your dead girlfriend, so just go home. Both of you. Now. <sighs> Cheers. Feel better? Yeah. Just swell. Jesus Christ, you two. It's like listening to an old married couple. What? Ew. Sorry, but it's true. I mean, just look. You're both as pig-headed as one another, and both just as likely to end up in an early grave because of it. Maybe that's where I want to end up, Bill. Sam, look at me. You're a good detective. <sighs> Was. R. Who cares if Morrison took away your badge? You're still just as much a detective now as you were yesterday. You still see connections everywhere. You can't just let things that are wrong stay that way. So you try to fix them. And that's a good thing. That's a gift. Most of the time. But life isn't a puzzle you can solve. There isn't always a solution. And as hard as it is, you, you've just got to accept that. And if I don't? Well, that's your choice, I guess. But even so, I mean, even you have to see that this isn't a solution. This doesn't fix anything. Maybe I'm just tired, Bill. You think of that? Just so tired of everything going wrong. Maybe I just can't lose another fight like this. <clears throat> That's uh, actually another thing I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, for God's sake. I didn't want to say anything, but when DeWitt knocked you out, you said you couldn't let this happen again. And? No, she's... she's got a point. <sighs> Not you too. In the observation room, you said you couldn't let anyone else suffer because you missed something. <sighs> really not in the mood for this, right? Who suffered, Sam? When did this happen before? Agate, sure. When people started drowning, I... I should have known why it was happening. I... I did know, but I didn't want to say anything. 
I was too scared to admit that I... When I was a kid, I almost drowned swimming in the lake. I remember sinking into the dark, trying to get back to the surface, and then hearing a voice. I assumed it was a hallucination for years, but when the drowning started, I couldn't help thinking that I was the reason why it was happening. I tried to find an answer, some way to undo what I did back then, but nothing worked. I made a deal with that thing because I was a scared, stupid little kid who didn't know any better. It asked me who I'd give to save myself, and I told it anyone. So that's who it took. My my parents, my home, and the, the only man who ever loved me the way I loved him. And then? What happened next? What do you... You... You already knew that. Well, I... Maybe a little, but... Uh, How the hell could you possibly know that? I, I never told anyone that story. Well, that's not, strictly speaking, true. I thought one of them swam in and, and saved me, but, but didn't want to say it. They didn't want to scare me. Now I'm not so sure. I never really got the chance to ask them. The lake took them both back a, a few months later. Restore. 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 Anything. Anything. Anyone. Where... Where did you find that tape? It was mixed in with Anna's. I was hoping you could tell me where it came from. I, 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 I don't know. I, I thought I lost it in the flood. So you don't remember taking it with you when you left town? What? No, I, I don't remember anything after I left town. Nothing? Nothing at all? Easy, Maria. Easy. He was in pretty bad shape when I found him outside Oslo. It's... No wonder he doesn't remember anything. Really? Well, let's jog his memory a bit, shall we?
shit. Still don't remember anything, Sam? Oh my god. I thought it was just a nightmare. Hold on. Are you saying that he... That Sam blew up Arrowhead Dam? Restore. 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 So what was it then? The voice telling you what to do? Possession? Some kind of compulsion? No, I... I, I, I don't know. Maybe a little, but... I don't think that's all it was. I think I thought it was the only way to make it stop, to save everyone. Wasn't everyone already gone at that point? They would have come back. People always came back. There was no getting away from Agate Shore. Not while they were still in Agate Shore to come back to. I had to put an end to it. God. And here I was thinking you were completely boring. <sighs> I wish that were true. So, what now? <sighs> well, we need to stop this echo thing, first of all. <sighs> Good luck. Chief basically gave her a free pass. And he wants me to give her back the tapes by the end of the week. And his tapes? Yeah, I, I convinced him I had a few here that I needed to get together before I did, but... Oh, God. What? Is that a problem? It's already a near-perfect copy of Anna. If it gets those tapes, it can fill in the last few blank spots, and then... Good luck proving she's not real. Okay. Definitely can't let that happen. So, is there any way to stop this thing? No. At, at least, if there is, Anna never found it. We can't kill it, we can't contain it, and we can barely even slow it down. So what do we do? <sighs> First off, we stop that recorder. Then we get to work. You've got an idea? <laughs> yeah. And I think you're actually going to like this one. The Sheridan Tapes, Episode 23, Poor Death and Defeat Upon Them, starring Aaron Neely Jaconis as Anna Sheridan, Jesse Steele as Bill Tyler, Amitola Lomas as Maria Soul, Michael Dostro as Chief Morrison, and Trevor Van Winkle as Sam Bailey, with original music by Jesse Hagen. Written and produced by Trevor Van Winkle and made possible by our supporters at patreon.com slash 
Homestead Corner. Visit thesheridantapes.com to view additional content, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Trevor underscore VW. New episodes are released every Friday at 5pm Pacific Standard Time on all podcasting platforms. I'm Trevor Van Winkle, this is Homestead on the Corner, and you're listening to The Sheridan Tapes. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. 